everybody. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman. Today, I'm so excited. I have, I feel like a long lost friend who I haven't met until today, but I feel like we've known each other before. Sandy Athey. She's a psychic, a healer, a medical intuitive. She does animal communication, and she's the author of The Daily Dance, Your Guide to Life Happily Ever After. And it's a beautiful cover. Hi, Sandy. Thank you for having me. What a gorgeous book. I designed the cover, actually, the dolphins on the cover were from my sketchbook and the graphic artist scanned it in and then of course we did the gradiated color and whatnot on that and then the circle of life mm-hmm. the four directions anchored with the heart oh, of it's beautiful so. and all the colors of the chakras and- yes the seven there's seven colors exactly you picked up on the colors of the chakras. i did i did well hello to your audience and hello to everybody i know we're kind of just jumping right in i but- know because we feel like we've known each other <laughs> so we're going to talk about intuition today but i want to know a little bit more about you um i know something about your history. You you had a pretty rude awakening, I would say. Is that describe it? But your your kind of yeah, opening, the alarm opening clock definitely the, went off yeah. very loudly. Which I think don't don't you feel? I mean, I, we're all supposed to wake up at some point in our lives and if we don't kind of get to it quick enough, God, spirit, whatever we choose to call it, kind of born awake. Mm. Really? And then mm. we go out of it. Kids are the best. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they will true. give you reads. They will tell you things. That's where that out in the mouth of babes comes because right. they're so honest and they see things so clearly. And I think we're conditioned out of it mm. rather than conditioned to it. And we kind of forget I think where so. we come from. I think so. And so you you had an... I was definitely conditioned were, out of it. You were conditioned <laughs> out of it. And it, tell us about... What happened to you? Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. I grew up in a little town in upstate New York, and we were mm-hmm. talking about kids knowing things. I do remember as a child knowing things mm-hmm. and being intuitive and or, or psychic, whatever word you want, using the sixth sense. And I love the animals, and I was always involved with that. And then as I got older, I... And I was telling you earlier that my idea of spirituality was going to church on Christmas Eve and mm-hmm. on Sunday, and that was it. And that was uh, that was fine. And then as I got older, I went to the, what we'll call the, the normal lifestyle. I got married and became an insurance agent and was doing very, very well. And that was, the, that's the regular life, you right. know, you, you get your job and you stay there. And I was doing very, very well. Interesting choice of vocation, though, for a spiritual yes. person, insurance yes. agent. Like, well, I always is there liked, any insurance? Really? I always liked helping people. <laughs> right, right. I figured if they had to have it anyway, mm-hmm. you have to have it by law. You have to have car insurance right. and home insurance. And they might as well get it from someone they trust and someone who knows sure. what they're doing. And it just seemed to be the perfect fit. But you're right. Is there really <laughs> any insurance? <laughs> well, they'll like you to think there is. Yeah, right. right. But uh, it, was a, it was a very nice company. It was a very nice job. And I enjoyed it a lot. And then I had a death experience that sent me to the other side. And when I was over there... God said, you have to go back. You have work to do. And I'm going to send you back with this gift, and I want you to share it. And, of course, I'm on the other side. Oh, okay. (laughs) I really didn't want to come back. Yeah, that's what most people say, right? 
really yeah. wanted to stay there. It was, Connie, there was so much love, just that pure love. It, if you take the greatest day or the greatest moment that you've ever had in your earth walk and multiply that times infinity times infinity, you have the feeling of what it's like mm. to be there. Right. It was just amazing. And I really didn't want to come back. But of course, I did. And the way that I left, the the person that was, uh, he knew that he was killing me. And he mm -hmm. pulled his hand away and I snapped right back into my body. And mm -hmm. I also had all the information about him. And he was a bad guy, everybody listening. And, yeah. So and, she had a uh, violent encounter with someone whom you didn't, who you did guy. not know. No, I did not it know. Was, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't know. How scary. How it scary really, and traumatizing. It mm. really was. It was very mm. scary. Thank you. It mm. was um, the terror of it was scarier than anything yeah. else. He had a mask on. And, <gasps> and yeah, I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm not going to get into it no. with everybody because Connie's so empathic. We're not going to get we're not going to mm, go there. No, no. I, uh, I think just to set the scene, because I mean, something traumatic like that would, you know, just uh, the sheer amount of processing you have to go through to recover and to heal from that is just Oh, it impacted, uh, unimaginable. It, it, it impacted yeah. every every section of my life, everything. If you imagine a glass and you're in the kitchen and you drop a glass on the floor and the shards go everywhere and they're in the carpet and they're, mm -hmm. and you, you try to sweep it up and then years later you'll find little pieces. Sure. That's what it was like with my life. I sure. lost my career, my husband, my house. I went bankrupt. Um, I had to have surgeries so I lost the ability to have children I, there was a lot of there were a lot of things that happened as a result of it and I had a do-over I go okay well here you are at 30 years old and you you had everything you had built up and now you've lost literally everything including my sanity at that point too mm -hmm. and um, so how did you begin to pick up the pieces after that going to court was important. Mm -hmm. That helped a lot. He had the FBI and the police had been chasing him for two and a half years. Mm. So they were following the case and I worked with the FBI and the profilers, which at the time was a lot of fun. And now I look back and I know that my psychic ability is what helped them find him and what helped me go through that whole process. I'm the psychic who solved her own crime and became psychic Sweet. from the other side. I mean, it's such a cool movie. Yes. It's such a it cool movie. It is a movie. Yeah, it is. I think. I, th I think. I, okay. Yeah. So how did you start to, how did your psychic, your intu intuitive uh, gifts start to unfold for you after that? Well, first I thought I was just crazy, which I, I'm sure I was because it impacted me spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, right. every single way. Right. So as I went through... I went through uh, therapy and I went through physical surgeries and all of those kind of things. And that was pretty, that was a lot easier to deal with. When it's a physical thing, I wouldn't say easier, let's just say different. But you know what you need to do. Okay, right. you need to have surgery. You need to, you know, and it has a step, it has a process mm -hmm. to it. Whereas when you're dealing with something mental or emotional, as, as you know, you've, you know, we're all human and we all have. Uh, traumas that and on some level, <clears throat> excuse me, that happened with us. This one was a biggie. So as I went through the physical things and the 
going to court. That was very empowering. It was filled with all of the reporters. This was way back in the day when they had sketch artists. Mm-hmm. And the sketch artist was in there and all the reporters and the newspapers and all of the police that had been following the case. And I was the one that put the the lock on the door. So you were able to get up in front of court and I speak. Had to. Two speak. days. I was on the stand. Yeah, for two days. And when you walked out of there, how did you feel? Numb. Now that I look mm-hmm. back on it. That was the beginning of my spiritual journey. I had found a massage therapist and that that was my first opening to anything. I'm using alternative. I have little quotes going in the air, everybody, yeah, yeah. because I feel that Western medicine is alternative at this point. But yeah. anyway, the alternative. And I found With a massage therapist who had given me a stone from Sedona, a rock. Mm-hmm. And she said, put this in your hand. And when you're in court and you feel angry or upset or nervous or anything scares you, you push all of that into this rock. Look at look at. I got the chills saying it. So I'm pushing all of this into the rock. I had no idea what I was doing. I just, but I could feel as I would push that anger into the rock or that that frightened feeling or whatever it was, I would feel God. Because I know Mm -hmm. him. We said hi. (laughs) I met him. And I could feel him coming in and speaking through me in my testimony. Mm. And I could feel that happening. I said, oh, this is very interesting. This is really interesting. I wasn't really that coherent, Connie, okay? Mm, I'm well, making it seem like... You were uh, still processing the event, I'm sure. It was only two years after. So, that, I mean, uh, that's like... I'm still finding still raw. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah it makes yeah. sense. So so, uh, so that really that really helped a lot. And then I started having visions. I'd turn on the television and I would see a news story. And I'd say, oh, he didn't do it. Da-da-da-da did it. And oh, where did that come from? And then the bad, you know, the dream started happening. Yeah. And uh, the massage therapist sold her practice to someone else. Three years after what happened, I'm on her table, and these handprints are coming out of my throat. And she said, that's a little more than I know how to handle. Call this lady. She hands me this card. It's like one of those, like, you know, here's the card. You can only know somebody who knows somebody to get in to see her. And it turned out to be a Cherokee medicine woman. And that began a seven-year apprenticeship with two Cherokee teachers. So that really opened you up even more. Now, I've read... Maybe closed me down a little bit. Yeah, well... (laughs) Or taught me how to drive the car. Yes, yeah. yeah. Because I think when when those gifts start to come in, it's probably very overwhelming for (laughs) a lot of people. Especially when it's like from flipping the switch. Right, right. (laughs) Well, and I've read before, and I sort of intuitively feel this, that when you have that kind of glimpse of God, spirit, the, the great love that is out there, that our great goal is to get back to it, yeah. right? But it's here, too. It's here, too. And that's right. what people forget. It, when people, in the book, there's a there's a writing about a kindergartner, that, and she's drawing a picture. And the teacher comes over, and, and she says, what are, you, what are you drawing? And the little girl looked up, and she said, I'm drawing God. And the teacher mm-hmm. said, no one knows what God looks like. <sighs> and the little girl said, they will in a minute. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh. And I really, through all the experiences I've had, and there have been so many, it's everywhere. It's it's in the children. It's in the flowers. It's in the day. It's in, it's in everything. And the amount of healing that I've gone through, and for everybody listening, I know that 
I can see who's listening at the point right now. I just got a couple glimpses of people. And I want you to know that whatever you're going through, whatever it is, you can heal it. You can overcome it. You can be better from it. You can find the beauty in it. And I've learned that along the way. Even that night in my office was the worst thing that ever happened to me. And it was the best thing. And I realized that that beautiful love is everywhere. Yeah. It's in everything. And we don't have to go to that those great lengths to create <laughs> <I> drama <did. laughs> for ourselves. But, right. but, you know, everybody has a different life path. So, exactly. So let's talk about, because we are all psychic. I mean, we're all intuitive. We all have, we if we just open ourselves to it. What are so You obviously are someone who practices this on a daily basis. What are some of the tools you could suggest to us for opening up and honing our own intuitive gifts? Now, I want to tell everybody how psychic Miss Connie Bowman is. Ah, come on. <laughs> Don't make does, me blush. No, she does not have my book. <sighs> I brought it to her today. Mm-hmm. And she's going through every chapter of my book. Really? Oh, my gosh. Well, I can't wait to to read it. First of all, I have to wear my glasses. Called How Psychic Are You? And she just opened Ah! right to it. And it's it's a very fun book, everyone. It's it's easy to read. It's uh, very interactive. I have journaling pages. And on the How Psychic Are You page, or chapter, excuse me, there are questions. It tells you about what being psychic really means, how we all are psychic. And there are questions in there that you can answer for yourself and you can see how psychic you are. And yes, everybody is, Connie. Everybody is. It doesn't matter who you are. We all have women's intuition or the police call it a hunch. Everybody has it. I happen to be the Beethoven of it. Yes. Well, right. We can all play the piano. Because it's your profession. Right. It's, your, it's my profession. It's what you do for. And I love sharing it. I love sharing it. So here's interesting. Here's something interesting in your book. Why is it important for us to be psychic? And you say, with cell phones, internet, email, and airplanes, it seems the village of our modern world has become closer, and it has. Because of this close proximity to one another, it's even more important for us to be deliberate with keeping our own spaces, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical, as clean and tidy as possible. So that goes along with with um, being psychic. Oh, so sure. weird. I have to pick my glasses up. I'm like, I read with my glasses on. I look at you with my glasses off. <laughs> That's all right. Anyway, so yeah, keeping our spaces as tidy as possible. Talk about that a little bit as a pre whatever to getting into the psychic. Well, it is. It's a great way to start. I did a show on WCBM, as you know, Psychic mm-hmm. Healing Radio Show for seven years. And I would have these callers and, and they would say, Oh, I'm on, I'm not healthy. I have some sort of ailment or I'm not getting along with my daughter or whatever the issue is. And I often I would look and I would say, well, your house is a mess. Your physical house. Mm-hmm. Clean it up. And, and they would some people have done that. And it's helped so much yeah. because the clutter of our space, whether it be our house, our mind, our emotions is messy. Sure. Yeah. Everybody likes to come into a beautiful house. I'm in a beautiful Connie Bowman studio, which is lovely and neat and tidy. And it makes you feel comforted and it's Calm. calming. Mm-hmm. And in your mind and in your emotions, it's the same way. 
seconds. Yeah. Like after you take a shower, you feel good. Just right. Cleaned right. up. And it's really one of the first steps to honing that skill is learning how to work with your thoughts, learning how to work with your emotions and know that you're in control of them. Right, right. And then there are different, I mean, all of us have felt the sensation of like the phone call rings, the phone rings, and we know who's on the other side, sure. you know. You can or, see the questions in there. Yeah. I think that's one of them, right. Um, right? Or have you ever walked into a building, you say, or house and felt uncomfortable for no apparent reason? Yeah, you get the heebie-jeebies, right? Mm-hmm. So those are intuitive hits. And, sure. you know, I mean, I raised my daughter to have uh, have an awareness of that, and she is so intuitive. I just love how she grew up. I wasn't as on top of things back then, but I'm, I'm still working well, on it. Well, we were, you know, right. the, we had the conditioning and we grew up in a time and in a culture that didn't really embrace that as a part of your life. Like with the Native Americans and with some other cultures, when you're little and they see that you have that sort of a gift, they will nurture it mm-hmm. and help you like you did with your daughter. Yeah, and like it's a, it's a, a natural part of ourselves. And when you try to suppress selves. it, you get in big trouble. How many times have you said, darn, I should have listened to yeah. myself. Oh, darn, I yeah. knew it. I listen now. I, I listen. <laughs> Most of the time. I mean, there are times when oh, you're yeah. tired or you're not. Yeah. Sure. Um, there are different spiritual gifts that, you know, there's auditory, there's clair, clairvoyance, right? Empathy. Right, Empathy. Right. And some of us are higher in others, right? Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, sure. Everyone has a strength. You were talking about putting your glasses down yeah. on your eyes. Some people need glasses to see. Right. It's the same thing with the sixth sense that... We all have it in a little bit of a different way. I get it on all levels. Mm -hmm. And as a professional, of course I would. Sometimes I hear things. Sometimes I smell things. Sometimes I see things. Sometimes I feel things. It just depends. And using the book as a guideline, you can journal how you get your hits, how you get your intuitive hits, and see what works best for you. You are very empathic. Mm. You feel everything true and you talked about how that's experience has been used in your life mm-hmm. for a real concrete validation that you got and uh, that's something that's very strong with you you're also very visual mm. you can close your eyes and you would be very good at uh, what I'm also very good at which is remote viewing well, you've gotten a taste of How that. How can with I me. use that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's well, I guess I do use it. I just don't don't use it all the time. Mm-hmm. You can see where you're going. You can see what you're walking into. I loved. I saw this beautiful space that I just walked into to come to the interview with you. Aww. I saw the puppies. I'm so glad. Yeah, I I saw all of that because I deliberately closed my eyes and said, "Oh, show me where I'm going." <laughs> and it's nice to know that because you can get. You can get that feeling of where you're going. Also, it helps me to know what to wear. I love that, you know. Oh, (laughs) I I totally have to tap into that. (laughs) I don't take advantage. See, that's the thing. You're so practiced. You don't, you take advantage of all these things. You can use it for all kinds of everyday Mm -hmm. things. And, and I, I practice often with the what to wear thing because I just love to dress up. Mm-hmm. I, and acting is part of what I do as well. But, yeah. you know, the whole Barbie thing in me is just so strong and yeah. so prevalent. You're perfect for Barbie. <laughs> Talk you. about the animal your relationship with animals and how that came about, because animals certainly like to talk to you, it seems like. 
Well, your animals love to talk to me because they love you so much. Aww, because thank of you the for love and, and the spirit that you exude in the relationship that you have with the critters, that came right to me. Oh, good. Because I wasn't happy when we first moved into this house and all I had was dog hair everywhere. So I feel better about that now because I I felt like I was a little, like, uh, impatient with them at first. But no, no, I love my dogs. Yeah. Animals always know your heart. And you have had so many experiences for everyone listening. A lot of Connie's critters, I'm going to call them Connie's (laughs) critters, came to me (laughs) from the other side. There's a critter section in there, too, that tells you how to communicate with with the critters. They're so much easier than people <laughs> because they mm. they're so they don't have the conditioning. Right. They're automatically open. And as long as you nurture and love them, everything flourishes in the love, Connie. Whether it be a plant, an animal, a child, we flourish in the love. So you you love the animals. Animals are very telepathic. Mm. So you send them the love and you work with pictures. Mm-hmm. For everyone listening, there's a chapter in the book about it. When you want to discipline your critter, you send them a picture of the positive. They do not respond well, as we we don't either, to the negative reinforcement. They respond really well to good job, especially dogs. Mm-hmm. Good job. Cats have their own things going on. But the, the good job and the attaboys and the positive reinforcement will always work. Yeah. with the critters and then you put a picture in your mind i used to do it with with all the critters i would just say okay stop jumping on the bed but instead of saying stop doing something i would see them at the end of the bed sitting very lovely and and having a nice nap and then boom 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 they'd go lay down that's very cool yeah it is that's very cool yeah well, they teach us how to do that they do yeah. and i feel like they're very empathic my one dog i feel like i can always tell when somebody in the house is not feeling well or, mm. or whatever because i think she picks up a lot of well a they lot. reflect a lot of what's happening with us mm-hmm. so if you're empathic they're going to be empathic mm. oh uh-huh. i never thought of it that way thank you for pointing that out right i'll be more aware of that right because they will meld with us and we'll meld ah. with them, and we can learn so much from watching the animals. There's a part in there about the animal totems in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. When you when you see a hawk, what does it mean? When you when you see a snake, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Because they're messages and teachers yeah. for us. That's why they're here. I as look well that as up food a lot. and companions. And I that. I was hiking with my dogs not too long ago um, oh, on a trail. Yeah. yeah, I know you told me that. <laughs> they told I'm so me. glad to know because <laughs> Maddie, the old one, didn't. She seemed like she was a little tired and like, why are you making me go through the woods? But anyway, there was this giant um, owl. Ooh. That was sitting up in the and it was sitting up in this tree, but it was low enough so that mm-hmm. I could really see him. And all of a sudden, he swooped down and came really close to me. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what does that mean?" So I came. I mean, owls. Did you lo- look it up? I did look it up, but now I forgot. <laughs> Owl can be a lot of different things. Yeah, because it's not always just the wise thing that you would you would imagine. But that's but the, the very probably positive. Would be. Yeah, that's the very positive aspect. But he was of it. beautiful and Aww. so big. And during and the just, day, yes, which is unusual Dur- yes. as well. During They're the nocturnal. day. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Like how things, you know, as you your spiritual path unfolds and you are really using your gifts, have you found that sort of little miracles, synchronicities, or I mean, things are always happening to you that are just oh as cool as. I, I, it's probably too many to mm-hmm. list, mm-hmm. but one that comes to mind because I did, 
I have been talking about my guy, Michael. Okay. And uh, last summer... This is her boyfriend. This is my boyfriend. And for everyone listening, they would probably think that my boyfriend would be the medicine chief of the Navajo (laughs) reservation kind of thing. But no, he's a judge. So... Everything has to be proven right. to the judge. So we've got he's the right the brain and the left brain that are oh my gosh. It's I, perfect. I, he's so it's amazing perfect. and so wonderful. But it's always that little bit of, hmm, that goes mm-hmm. on with him. And I love having him in my life for many different reasons, but one being the balance of things. Right, right. The universe works on balance. And and also he's asked for his opinion, and so am I. I mean, our our professions really parallel each other. You wouldn't think about right. it, but they really do. And last summer, I was giving myself a pedicure, and I and I get into this deep meditative state, back to the Barbie thing. That's why I, I use it. I get in a very deep meditative state when I'm cleaning or when I'm, I'm doing my hair or doing my nails, and I'll do it on purpose because it's a very zen place for me to go. And you know, as an actress, when you're going to an audition or you're going in public, you have to present yourself. So you take a little more time right. when you're doing right. things. Well, I was doing my toes and I was deeply appreciating him. I, from a gratitude place that came so buried in my emotions and I was putting out thanks for him being him and, and just our relationship. And it was just this pure love space just pure love for him. The phone rang. I said, oh, I put my little toe things in and wobbled over, you know, on my heels. You know how we girls do that. And answered the phone in the other room. I said, hello. And he said, well, hi. And I said, well, hi. (laughs) Right. And and he said, well, you called me. I said, I didn't call you. You called me. And he said, well, I was just sitting here on the couch um, thinking about you. And the phone rang. And the phone was on the on the couch next to me. I didn't touch it. Ah, uh, and that was he said. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. He was hilarious. And and also with um, now we have proof now for the judge. Right. You see, and uh, oh, parking you. spots. Mm. He's always grumbling about. Well, we're going to go to Old Town. There'll never be a parking spot. Or we're going to D.C. There'll never be a parking spot. Oh, okay, just relax. I can't park the Porsche there because somebody will ding the doors. I said, we'll get a side spot. Don't worry about it. And every single time the spot comes in and he goes and it's perfect. And I have this same exact situation with my husband. I just want to tell you the parking spots. I'm like, don't you know that you can create a parking spot? Yes. You, We can do this way far ahead of it. Do exactly. You don't have to worry. He's like, yeah, right. And we have this. I, so. I'm going to have to play this for you, honey. So how do you do <laughs> the parking spots? Well, I just ask my angels and my, yeah, you know, they, yeah. they just. So let's and it talk. always happens, right? Uh, always. Yeah. It never doesn't. Yeah. It's always just the perfect parking spot. Me too. And even in, when it's raining. Yeah. Oh, man, especially when it's raining, you yeah. know. So so let's talk about that. Um, so those I think are practical things that we can Totally use. practical things. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to suffer. No. <laughs> For those of us who have been through some shit, shall yes. we say, you know, yes. we're, we're, we're just telling everybody out there that you mm-hmm. don't have to suffer. You can use this. I mean, that's why... You know, spirit, God, whatever you, you want to call fun. it. You, can, you don't have to tell the future or have right, your crystal ball. Right. You can use it for every day. You can use it for your health. Right. You can use it with your children, with your animals, with your job, I mean, everywhere. I mean, it's it's endless. Can you tap into your own 
health and life as easily as you can someone else's necessarily. I mean, sometimes it's well, hard, it isn't it? depends on who it is, but you're absolutely right that sometimes I definitely need to call and say, hey, what do you get? You know, mm-hmm. I got a little allergy thing that's mm-hmm. been happening this spring. And I'm like, am I okay? Or is it just allergies? No, it's just allergies. Oh, okay. Because I am also extremely empathic. So if I have a client that has a stomachache and the client's at four o'clock, I might have a stomachache all day. Right. Right. So I've had to really concentrate on knowing myself well enough to say, oh, that's the client stuff. That's not mine. Yeah. And that's important. That's and why I appreciate you. And so clean and beautiful. Oh, thank you. She's just so beautiful. I just had acupuncture yesterday. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Connie's nice. Okay. This is great. So I'm sure you go over that in your book, like cleansing and, and keeping... There's an uh, there's a connecting exercise in the beginning, and also on my website you can I have a CD of the connecting exercise, which is a very basic. I uh, was taught by the, my Cherokee teacher on how to connect to the Creator and Earth Mother and create an axis. We're a reflection of the Earth. The Earth revolves on an axis, and by creating an axis of energy from the creator going through your head from earth mother coming up through your feet mm-hmm. then you walk around in in your love all the time and that acts like a it spins in a clockwise direction and it acts like a centrifuge and it sp- spins out whatever doesn't serve you and uh, that's it's really easy i know there there are lots of books and they're all wonderful on doing things and oh you have to jump up and down three times and stand on your head and yeah. you really for everybody my book is it's so simple yeah these yeah. things are so simple and so basic and for everybody listening and for you too Connie it really isn't about learning it's about remembering mm. it's there totally there yeah thank like you taking for that. a beautiful diamond and just Shining it up. Shining it up. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's so nice. Okay, so let's talk about the new energy. You're you're producing, you have a production company called New Energy Productions. New Energy Media. So New Energy Media, and you are putting this out here, out into the world about all the new energy. We just came through the big 2012-21, the end of the Mayan calendar and all that, and the energy has shifted. I mean, I think most people can feel it. I mean, we are shifting yes. into a more yes. spiritual, feminine. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you talk about how sure. how all of these intuitive gifts really work so much more easily, I guess, in this energy, would you say? Is that is that the message you, you're putting it, out it, there? It really is. Uh, Tony Pan is is my co-host. We did Science and Spirit radio show for many years, and we're in the middle of projects at this point. Um, so anybody out there, if you got a project for us, let us know. Science and Spirit. We talked a lot about that from the science and the spirit perspective. And the way that I saw it and the way that I've been experiencing it as, as well is that it's a gradual process. It's like aging. Mm-hmm. It's a very gradual process. You don't just wake up one day and, well, maybe some of us look in the mirror one day and say, oh, my gosh, how did that happen? Right. But <laughs> but the energy is here and the energy is coming in. I've been, I have a lot of energies on the other side that are so helpful and loving and that help guide me. And many of them are from the 1960s. Hmm. And this energy is really a continuation 
of that energy. I speak with John Lennon, Martin Luther King Jr., um, John Kennedy, and Jackie, and I, I'm so honored to have them see the chills. They're, mm-hmm. they're all here with us because they love you nice. too. That nice. we are really helping to guide and and to enjoy. It's really about enjoying everybody. As you said, Connie, not it's so hard, it's work, and oh my gosh, and the calendar's ending. Yeah. No, no, no. It's a very gradual process, and the energy coming in is shifting every, everything, and it's a natural evolutionary process. So it's all about aligning ourselves with that energy. and It's all of... attention, what you put your attention on. Mm-hmm. I do talk about that in the book, too. Okay. This is an, is an attention, law of attraction-based universe, and what you put your attention on will grow. It really is true. It really is true. I'm a walking, talking example of that. The first 30 years or so, at least of my life, my were, were traumatic. The one traumatic event that I shared with you was one traumatic event, but there were many, many more that that led to that event, which I do believe now, looking back on it, was the law of attraction in work. Mm-hmm. In work. <laughs> At work. At work. Right. And when I discovered that and discovered that I am the power, that I can make choices, and I started making different choices with how I think, with what I do, with who I associate with, all kinds of different choices, things started to shift, but they shifted slowly. Imagine cutting yourself or a burn. A burn is a a really great example. You burn yourself, and I had a bad burn on my arm there years ago. I still have the scar, and it took a long time for it to seal and heal, and you had to cover it and and then take the bandage off and put the cover back on. Mm -hmm. And it's like that with trauma. It's a it's a gradual process, and it's also like that when a new energy comes in. It's like getting married or having a new boyfriend. It takes time to get used to it. Mm. Yeah, I'll say. I just moved, so I'm still getting used to it. <laughs> oh, Sandy, beautiful. thank you so much for coming, and I'm, for I'm so excited me. to read your book, The Daily Dance, Your Guide to Life. Happily Ever After, Sandy Athey, and you can buy this Amazon.com. Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. Go to my website, which is sandyathey.net. Click on the cover of the book, and I'll sign it and send it out personally. Oh, you will? <laughs> will you sign mine? Of nice. course I will. <laughs> so it's Sandy with an I and yes. Athey with an E, E-Y. E-Y, just F-Y-I. <laughs> yes, just in front Or Facebook. I love to play on Facebook. Okay. You can also send me a message or just go on my page and, and write something on there. And if or... someone's interested in having a session with you, they can also contact you through your website or Facebook. Or the old-fashioned way. Or the old-fashioned way. Works, too. The phone. it or not. What a concept. I respond to it. (laughs) And my number is 410-747-6510. Okay. Awesome. Well, Sandy, do you want to leave us with any... um... You pick something from the book. Oh. And I'll read it. Okay. You pick a page that... Uh, that, Okay. Let's see what... uh, what I that, open to, that, you feel I open to this speaks page. To you. Does that does that work? Oh, this is of course it works. Okay, okay. I just open to a random page. This is page ninety of the Daily Dance, and it's called "Ride Like the Wind." The universe asked me today to share the amazing medicine of the horse with you. Humanity made a great leap forward when horse was domesticated, a discovery akin to that of fire. Before horse, humans were earthbound, heavy-laden, and slow creatures indeed. 
Once humans climbed on horses' back, they were as free and fleet as the wind. Today we measure the capacity of engines with the term horsepower, a reminder of the days when horse was an honored and highly prized partner with humanity. When you feel like you need to move, get out, and break free of restriction, the horse is your ultimate spirit guide. If you've been stuck in a limiting mental sphere or emotionally constrained situation, consult the free-spirited horse. When the horse enters your life, think about the issues of freedom, travel, and exploration. Also, think about boundaries at work or in relationships. Is it time to assert yourself in some way? Move to a new level of empowerment? Is it time to move on? Do you, do you need to allow someone else to move on? Is there any sense of constriction in your life or a need for freedom? And this is from Stephen Farmer, PhD, who has written How to Connect with Your Animal Spirit Guide. And there's a quote at the end of the page that says, No drama can be so harsh as that of self-denial and self-repression. It restricts breathing and causes one's heart to ache and one's soul to wither. First, find compassion for yourself and then extend it to others, especially those who trigger you, those whom you've reacted and judged in a false attempt to protect yourself. When you extend this beautiful, heartfelt compassion to others, it will come back to you tenfold. Let that be the source of your freedom and power. Win your triple crown from the Daily Dance. Nice, nice. And that kind of sums it all up, you know, as we move into this new energy how to be free just embrace embrace this the change embrace find it in yourself find it inside pass it on to others and everything awesome everywhere so that's from the daily dance thank you love it love it it. thank you sandy (laughs) i i'm a sagittarius i'm not an astrologer but that's a lot of fire I could see that in you, for sure. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. I thought that was the horse. Yeah, that's the half man, half horse. Yeah, well, you picked it. Anyway. Oh, you got <laughs> Thank the you so you much. Fire. Thank you so much for Thank coming so much. to my studio and, and talking to me. Everybody check out SandyAD.net. Take care.